Welcome to the Traffic Masters Show. Each week, Traffic Masters explores the lifeblood of your business, generating traffic, turning visitors into leads, and conversion strategies. Mastering traffic and conversion allows you to grow a business you love and live the life of your dreams. Welcome to the show. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Traffic Masters here on Blog Talk Radio. I am your co-host, Gina Gaudio-Graves, the Dean and Founder of Directions University at DirectionsUniversity.com, calling in live this week from Fort Myers, Florida, as I do each week on Tuesdays at noon Eastern. We have my co-host, Jack Humphrey, the Associate Dean of Directions University. Hello, Jack, and you know what? We should mention on today's show that we are also the co-founders of Divisio the affiliate network for all niches, shouldn't we? We probably ought to announce that, yes. How you doing? I'm getting you. Great. It's launch day. I love launch days. I do as well. And it looks like our guest is having trouble staying on the air. She was here. She left. She's not back yet. So keep talking about launch day before we get her unmuted. Well, um, it's today, <laughs> Divisio, yeah. So an affiliate network for everybody else is, is one of the ways I like to uh, talk about it, but it's it's definitely a big deal. Uh, payment tech and affiliate networks and joint venture networks uh, are taking a big, big step forward today with the launch of Divisio. And um, tonight we're having a very, very, very special guest, something that's never happened before, um, Greg Harris, who is a rep from PayPal. PayPal doesn't normally let their reps run wild and talk to people like us, marketers, out on a public forum like a webinar. In fact, they've never let anybody do that before. But they, they, we have a kind of special relationship with PayPal, and they allowed us to have Greg on to answer a lot of questions about how to use PayPal to successfully grow your business. And what we found, uh, I mean, it's like, well, my wife looked at She's been working with PayPal for years and years and years since it started, and she's like, why would anybody need to hear a webinar on PayPal? Everybody knows how to – I'm like, honey, you know inside and out what PayPal is. Most people that we run into as new clients, they're only using PayPal at the most cursory, basic levels that you possibly can. We find that, uh, that their accounts aren't set up the way that they should be, and they could be saving a lot more on percentages. They could be saving a lot more. They don't know about uh, things like PayFlow Pro, and and uh, you'll have to tune in tonight to find out what that's all about. But lots of things that PayPal does, lots of tools, um, uh, cash flow stuff, uh, uh, instant small business loans, <laughs> cash flow loans, all kinds of things that people typically really don't know that much about. And uh, so... When we started talking about those things, people started getting perky, and I think we're going to be really close to full tonight on a thousand-seat webinar because people are really fired up about this great big event, all culminating with uh, the launch of Divisio, which is an affiliate network uh, that has just gone further than than what we've been able to see so far in so many ways with tools to help increase in conversions, uh, private marketplaces, all kinds of really cool stuff. You'll have to wait till tonight to uh, hear it. And if you don't get registered soon, you might have to wait until the replay because we could fill this one up. This one's going out to almost a million people 
the combined lists of people that are, are uh, being reached to get on this webinar tonight. So I'm not sure how many seats we have left, but it's getting close. So Gina, I'm not sure of the link that you like to use on this one to get everybody over there. JoinDU.com forward slash PayPal webinar. That's JoinDU.com forward slash PayPal webinar. Couldn't be any easier. It's perfect. Do we <laughs> do we have you yet, Marion? I don't see her, Jim. Oh wait, yes I do. Marion, are you there? Sometimes when we're trying to locate people on other planets, we have a breakdown in the in the technology, but it's not easy to talk to somebody on Jupiter. Just say that right here. Or maybe she's back from her Jupiter vacation. Jan, how are you doing? Um, I am doing better periodically. I've been having Good. sinus issues, and it's laying me down, I can tell you. Oh, yeah, that stuff will knock you right out. Well, glad you're on Marianne the upswing. Is, exactly. Marion is trying to join us. I can see her over and over coming in, so we'll see if this time gets her. Marion, <laughs> are you in yet? I'm, I'm I'm here. We, hear, we can hear you a little bit. I'm having trouble. It keeps dropping the call. I don't know. Jen, can you in. give Marion my cell phone number? And Marion could three, call me in. I'll three-way her in. Okay. Want to try that, Marion? Sure. Give that to me on Skype, okay. if you would, Gina. Yep, that's what I was thinking. There you go, Jan. Technology cannot keep us down. Exactly. No way. It tries, but it will fail every time. We always find a way. Always. <laughs> So well, Gina, I, I met Marion uh, at NAM several years ago, and uh, we've stayed in touch. And she's had so many remarkable things happening; uh, it was hard to put them all in her tiny little bio. Uh, but she started a new project called, uh, and I believe this is it. You are the media, and uh, so you'll want to ask her about that, Jack, for sure. And uh, she loves. Internet marketing, and one of the things that I've noticed is she's uh, worked with lots and lots of different people, and uh, she does a lot of speaking on on several topics. So she has a really interesting perspective around that. Well, I'm sure she's just about hooked up, so I'm going to go ahead and give uh, a little bit of background on Marion, and then we'll get started. I bet it's just going to match up perfectly. So Marion LaSalle is a serial entrepreneur a head trainer for both uh, Painted Path Designs, or for Painted Path Designs. She's on a mission to help business owners and entrepreneurs use technology effectively. With over 20 years experience in PR, marketing, and technology, Marion's specialty is training and consulting for small businesses. She loves Internet marketing, just like Jan said, 
and teaches others how to use the tools available. She also runs a WordPress security and monitoring service called WP Monitor, which I think is really cool because I've heard of that. And uh, Neato, I've, that's been around for a little while too, I think. So um, that should have just culminated right in Marion saying, hello, I'm here and I can hear you and everything is great. Why didn't I hear oh, that? Oh, I hear you. I'm right here. Oh, there you are. There you are. <laughs> Welcome. The other number didn't work, sorry, so this one will have to do. <laughs> okay, so, so you're just through um, the regular system. I am. I, I'm... So Maybe hi. you can help us with our technology. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. A lot of people um, are afraid this type of thing happening. But you know what? When it happens, you just want to go on and just go again because it's going to happen and you just have to roll with the punches. Yep. And you can always blame it on solar flares. Even if the sun isn't shining, you can blame it on solar flares, which is what I'm about to do now. There you go. Uh, I want to make <laughs> one correction on your, uh, your security company. It's actually WP Site Monitor. So WPSiteMonitor.com. <laughs> okay, WPSiteMonitor.com. Thank you. <laughs> very, welcome. very uh, good service. I know anytime you, your site goes down, you want to know about it, and you want to know about it right away and get it fixed because that's money, right? That's right. If you're down, your customers can't <laughs> Yeah. Well, so I gave you your basic bio. What do you What do you want to talk about today? What are you fired up about? And we are on Traffic Masters, so I mean, if you want to talk about traffic and and how you get leads and and things for your business or the favorite ways you like to get traffic, that's fine. But give us a little bit more from from your angle, um, who you are, what you do, and what you're excited about. Oh, I stay excited. I love internet marketing since the day I was introduced to it. Was it was the day I started living. <laughs> I just absolutely wow. love it. Um, I started at a fun seminar in San Antonio and was introduced to Internet marketing and affiliate marketing and traffic building. And it, I found it so fascinating that you could speak and people all over the world could hear you. I just, I just like, okay, so i got to find something to say. <laughs> No, it's not yeah. how we do it. It's what you're going to say when you get there, right? Right. So um, I uh, have a lot to say in my brain, and um, I spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to get it from my brain onto paper or onto a text document or into a product so that I could have something when the traffic did come, right? And yeah. one of the things that I found was, so fascinating that every time I went to an internet marketing conference or any conference for that matter, if someone said, "You know, I'm using this tool, I'm using this system," I'm everybody wanted to know. They were all like, "Oh, what are you using?" Because if you're successful and you're using something, I want to know about it because if I use it, I'll be successful too. And so masterminds and all these different groups were forming to try to figure out what people that were successful were using. And I thought, that's what I want to do. I want to find out what people are using that are really successful, and then I want to share it with the world. So that's been my mission. Nice. 
You know what? That's really refreshing to hear you just say you love Internet marketing. Like, we have all gone down this road since, uh, some of us, since pretty much the beginning, and uh, everybody's so used to it. We're soaking in this ability to reach out and talk to people around the world. Once in a while in our bachelor's group, we'll, we'll talk to, you know, somebody will freak out about the fact that there's no delay whatsoever in talking to someone in Australia, that, that we're all sitting around a virtual table from all over the world, and we're having a live conversation. It's crystal clear. And uh, it just it, it is kind of amazing how quick we can get so used to something that we don't marvel at it anymore. And I think one of the, my favorite bits from a comedian ever was Louis C.K. when he was talking about how casually uh, and used to and so five minutes ago and bored with that people have gotten with flight. He's like, you know, that he was making fun of people uh, complaining that they only get nuts or complaining about having to sit next to somebody <laughs> who's unpleasant or, you know, and he's like, get over yourselves. You're, in, you're at 30,000 feet. You're sitting in a little recliner at 30,000 feet and you're going 700 miles an hour toward your desti destination. And I'm not doing it any justice whatsoever, but look it up. It's one of the funniest bits ever. And I think that's how we've gotten with internet marketing. It's like, oh, my autoresponder broke or something. And we just complain a lot, but isn't it amazing what we can do when everything's working right? And that's most of the time everything's working right, right? You know, I don't complain. I, 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 love, I love the challenge. Um, I do get frustrated just like anybody else does with, with technology. But it's happening so fast, and I see so many wonderful things happening because of this that there's no time to complain. Literally, there's no time. Every day... Uh, it used to be once a year something new would come out. And then it was once a month, and then once a week, and then once an hour. Well, now every second there's millions of things that are happening around the world that are new and cool and, and exciting and, and giving, giving us the ability to be the media. So uh, yeah. it used to be that you would have a microphone put in front of your face from like ABC or NBC or some other news Association, and they would stick the mic in front of your face. You had a few seconds to say what you wanted to say, and then they would take it away. Well, guess what? If you have a Twitter account and a microphone, you are the media, and you get to say when you can talk and when you want to shut up. <laughs> yeah, and some of us just never shut up. That's we, like me, I just, <laughs> I just keep going. I know there's no off switch, right? We're That's lucky funny. that Blog Talk Radio will cut us off in 60 minutes because we'll just, I'll just keep talking. Gina's had to lasso me and get me off the stage <laughs> on this thing many times before. So it can but, also know, be a so detriment. Many... But Well, people have um, a great message they need to share. And so when they do, just to know that you have the ability to do that is life-changing. If you are, if you have a cause, or if you have a business, or a new product you're launching, it doesn't matter. If you, it's burning inside of you, and you need to get it out, now you can. Yeah. You can. Well, I'm, you know, I, I don't know what your plans were for today, but so far, my big takeaway that you might not have expected, or maybe this is what you do, you just shed light wherever you go and make people remember. I think the big takeaway right now, so far is how amazing all of this stuff is. Uh, you can turn a conversation into money. 
And, and, and I mean, when could you have ever done that before? And I know this is old news, but I think we forget sometimes. I think some of us, and you don't, of course, but and, and it, it's partly your mission just by the way you are and who you are that you go around and remind people this is amazing. And that, you know, if we have problems, which we all do, we have tech problems, we have a learning curve and everything, but what you just said about a microphone and Twitter, that, that's not even, that you couldn't discern a curve in that line as far as a learning curve. I mean, it's just a microphone and Twitter and a couple of other things and you're going. And you can turn conversations into money. Just as simple as that. And there was nothing like that before. And, that, and now that we're just so grown up with the Internet that, you know, everybody takes it sort of for granted, I think it clouds, you know, how we get out of bed in the morning. You have obviously successfully gotten yourself out of bed with the right attitude every single day going, <laughs> I can't believe I get to do this. I can't That's believe right. that we have all of this stuff that we can do. And the biggest problem that we have is there's too much opportunity. There's too many choices. Because a microphone and Twitter is one out of a thousand ways you can make money on the Internet. And you can, you can grow your business. You can uh, get more clients and get more traffic. And I just think, wow, you're a breath of fresh air. Thank you for being on twice today. <laughs> well, I really appreciate that you said that. Um, I do get called, you know, Pollyanna, and I'm, you know, the cheery, happy one, you know. But... It's okay. I'm okay with it. You know, at, at first it, it seemed like a dig, and finally I'm like, you know what? If you want to be cranky and, and get upset about every little thing, okay, go ahead. Just go down the road the other direction because <laughs> I'm down here yeah. having a good time. So you touched well, on you know, that's a business important. model too. One of a one of a million one of a million things that people could do is I'm going to go serve all the cranky people. And uh, well, not me. <laughs> and, and you would be not a good me. referral source. Everybody who's cranky, no. you just send them over no. to cranky.com, and and they can handle them. Hey, there you go. <laughs> but I want to I want to talk about something you touched on about. There's so many things coming at us. Okay, so you have to set yourself up for success. If you find that you have too many things coming at you, and there's and you don't know which one to choose, Twitter or Facebook, LinkedIn, G Plus you know, YouTube, whatever you're going to do, you need some kind of organization, some way to keep it so that you don't get overwhelmed because, um, you know, a confused and overwhelmed mind is not going to do anything, right? So the way right. I did it was I, I hired an organizer, and she came in and helped me not only organize my office but also my how I deal with traffic that comes in, the requests I get, you know, people wanting to hook up with me or ask me questions or have me on the show or whatever it is that's coming in, you have to deal with that in a in a way that doesn't overwhelm you. So I think that would right. be the very first thing I would do before you do anything is set yourself up for success by having some kind of organization. Well, don't you think that part of it is knowing where you want to go? Knowing where you want to go, looking at the outcome and going backwards, doesn't that clarify it an awful lot when it comes to all the choices that we have in, in which to get there? You know, most people don't know where they want to go, though, and that's why people need a coach. They need somebody to help them figure that out. Because I, I know uh, we, we build websites. For one, one thing that we do is we build websites. And a lot of times they'll come to me with an idea, and I think to myself, oh, honey, please, you know, you're not going to make money with that. But you can't, you can't tell Bless them that. Bless your heart. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. 
want people to pay you to watch you tie your shoelaces. It's just not going to happen, you know? <laughs> it might. You know, I would never throw that idea out, just maybe not your top of your list. Not the top of your list. But anyway, um, I think that everybody needs either a coach or a mentor or um, a friend who understands and can help you figure out the end, because you should start with the end in mind, right? Because if you do that, then you can get there. You, you, yeah. you can draw your, your path to get there. So you're well, it becomes it, it would become clearer whether or not you need to use Twitter, because is your audience on Twitter, or is it on Facebook? For this thing that you now know you want to do, and you bounced it off of somebody who's uh, maybe not been there and done that, but has been a lot of places and seen a lot of business models yeah. and knows what's been successful or not, it's really, and, and people get coaching and consulting really messed up. They're like, oh, I can't do that. I can't afford one or I can't. All it is is bouncing an idea off another human being. And you want to bounce it off a human being who has been some places, who has done some things that has some experience that they can lend an, an ear and then bounce something back to you. Well, yeah, we've tried that. Or, yeah, I've worked with people who have tried that. And, and it didn't work until they did this. So if you do this, then you're going to want to do it this way because I've seen that succeed before. That's all coaching and consulting really is, is bouncing ideas off another human being with experience that you don't have. And everybody should be willing and open to do that because everything accelerates quite a bit. When you can walk around in the shoes of somebody uh, or follow somebody around who's already gotten where you want to be, it makes you feel like you're almost there already. And that feeling has a lot to do with how you get out of bed in the morning. If you feel like it's a, you're just starting on a 24-mile uh, marathon, that sucks compared to going, man, I feel like I'm already halfway through this sucker, and i got a lot of energy left, and this is great. And that's another thing that what you mentioned about coaches and consultants, that that's the feeling that a lot of people get. And if they're a good one, that's the feeling that everybody that works with them gets. So very important, good point. Well, I think um, mastermind groups, coaches, mentors, friends, um, you don't, you typically don't want to deal with your family because they don't really understand. They don't, they don't get it. So, you know, they might, they might give you advice or or things that you don't want to hear. But, you know, I'm going to touch on something that you mentioned, you know, people say they can't afford it. You know what? You can't afford not to, and you should put it in your plan. Okay, you should have a marketing plan, and you should have a plan to get organized, and you should have a plan for mentors or coaches or something where, you know, a support system at least, right? Mm -hmm. So don't start the business if you can't afford those. Well, and a lot of people have – absolutely, and a lot of people have figured out ways, you know, we're leveragists here, so we are always looking for every angle. If something says – we only have these two options. We always shake our heads and go, oh, sweetie pie, you got more options than that, and I'll tell you what they are. I'll do something for you, and you do something for me, and there will be no money exchanged at all, except that the value will be greater than any money that we were going to talk about exchanging ever would be. And, you know, so we just try to help people get thinking a little bit outside of their comfort zone, you know, and, and also look at, Whatever is offered on face value, there's got to be something else that that person could want, even more than what they're asking for for this thing that I want to do with them. And all I've got to do is find it. Those kinds of deals are being made every single minute of the day now. And, you know, we've worked with people in the past um, who have traded services. 
Yeah, crowdfunding. Yep, absolutely. Mhm. Yeah, there are. There's a million ways that. to do it. Mhm. That's true. Uh, I so, like what's your to... favorite? So Go ahead. What's my favorite? What? <laughs> what's my favorite? Well, now what? you said you like to. I think we were both headed in the right direction. You go ahead. You like to. Well, I like to think outside the box. I like to figure out a way that I can get what I want, and I typically will tell everyone what I want, and it usually comes to me, whether I have to pay for it with money or time or just like you said, I can exchange it somehow. <laughs> exactly. I I usually get yeah. what I want. <laughs> right, and it's this is all outside the lines of what, you know, if you, if you downloaded a, a course on Internet marketing and, and there's, you know, a 62-page e-book or a manual or something like that or videos, there's the lines and there's what the person who put that together knew to say. They had an outcome that they were shooting for that you bought into when you bought the course and then they went for it. They put together an outline. They're like, from my experience, here's this and here's what you want to do in this thing. But those are all the lines. And then entrepreneurialism is all about what's in between the lines. And a lot of people take this, I think, too serious, too literally. And they're like, well, Jack didn't say that I could do this, so I'm just going to stick with what he said. And then I'd be the first person to tell you, never do that. If you think that there's another way to go, I mean, there's some immutable laws to some of the things that we all do. You know, there's physics. We've got to stay within the realm of physics. And so far, I mean, you know, we can't time travel yet. So stuff like that, but then... There's all this stuff between the lines, and the really smart entrepreneurs are looking at both what is presented by the experts, the advice they're getting from experts, and then their own situation, their own experience, and then what's in between the lines. And it's not to say to go way off and, and just ignore everything that you've ever been told either you know, and just go in your own direction. That only works for some people every once in a millennia. Everybody kind of gets their idea of what the formula ought to be for their business, for their traffic generation, lead generation, their funnels. And then, and then the, the really good entrepreneurs will go, okay, how can I make this my own? How can I make it different? Because if this person's teaching 10,000 people how to do this, now there's at least 10,000 funnels on the web that are exactly like mine if I do it the same way. So I can't, can't do that. What can I do to make it my own? And then then you start to see about, you know, hear about people who just explode. They were nobody yesterday, and all of a sudden, big launch or something like that's going on, and their name's everywhere, and everybody's like, oh, you really got to check out her stuff. It's awesome. Have you seen that before? Oh, yeah, yeah. You think it's an overnight success, but really, they've been working very hard for a long time, and they just, just happened to hit on the right thing at the right time, at the right place. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I know that your your show and your coaching and everything that you do is about traffic, and I want to give you a story, if you don't mind, about how ah. I found my way. We love stories. Tell away. Okay. So I am what they call a people collector. I love people. I love being around people. Um, I built my own mastermind group because I just went out and picked the people that I wanted to be in it. Um, I uh, started a business with nothing, knowing no one, and thought to myself, okay, I don't have any money, and I'm brand new, no one knows about me, how am I going to do this? So I started going to networking groups, and they didn't really fit me. You know, uh, I tried uh, Business Networking International, and it was expensive and time-consuming, 
Um, but I did meet some nice people, um, but it just wasn't quite right for me. And then I went to a couple more. They were free, and a lot of them were like, you know, they didn't have the type of business that really needed what I had. And I don't know, I just kept going back, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to create my own. That way I get what I want. So I did. I started with one person the first week. The next week I had five. The next week it was back down to two. And then the following week it was up to ten. I got up to 50 people every week. I mean, my head was decent. And I did that for three years. Nice. And it was awesome. So what I learned was doing Internet marketing and offline marketing, building the two together, I, I built a community. That traffic really started to come into light for me. It's not all or one, all or nothing. It's a combination of building your community. And yeah. It was, it just it just How much did your community help you specifically in traffic and lead generation? Because it wasn't just having the the people who were in the community, I imagine that they were passionate enough that it helped you leverage spreading the word of about you and about your service, right? Oh, we did um I called it the referral business builders. So we would help each other with referrals. And so I would have games and I would have um, things that we could do every week that would help each other remember what I had, what kind of service I had. Um, we would uh, we would have all kinds of really cool community building events so that we could all help each other. And that's where we just had a reunion. I quit um, I quit my group. Actually, I had a, another group assimilate us uh, about two years ago, and we just had a reunion. And you know the people that showed up for the people that were always there. We formed like this community of family members. And all of them went on to be a great success. I was very happy. Awesome. That's a great feeling. Yeah, yeah, build build a community. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Well, one of the most successful things I ever did was um, I started a membership site way back in 2005 called Content Desk. And... I accidentally did something that made it completely way bigger than I thought it would ever be. And I gave people a mission. I I made it feel like a mission. We're on a mission. And I think what we were doing at the time was kind of around, uh, you know, Google was kind of getting mad at everybody for the kinds of AdSense pages they were putting up. We were building AdSense pages back then. And um, they didn't like the junky stuff that was going on. So, I started some messaging to get people into content. That if you're fed up with you know, all of this stuff, we know a way that Google can't deny because it's under Google's own terms of service. So they can't, they can't shut you down or anything else because we were basically taking something that was not so legit and making it legit. And everybody was like really still drunk from the year before getting $100,000 checks from, from AdSense. <laughs> and uh and I mean it was a big big deal. People were making 30 or 40,000 a month and it was all drying up because Google was going around and getting rid of all of that stuff. So I didn't know I was I was doing something on purpose, but what I, what ended up happening is everybody felt like they had they were part owners of content desk. That it wasn't just me and uh and and then I was teaching stuff and you just come in and sit in the classroom so to speak and you listen to what I say and you go and do it. I changed the language inadvertently to, 
Make them feel a part of it. This is your community. This is your thing, and we are on a mission to get back what we had that year before, only we're going to do it a different way. We're going to do it the way Google wants us to, and we're still going to succeed. We're still going to have those kinds of numbers. And everybody was like, out with or without their affiliate link promoting content desk. They were just like, man, this place is awesome. You've got to go check this out. Some of them would do it with an affiliate link, but quite a few, even without, they didn't care. They just they felt like this is something they wanted to enrich because it was enriching themselves with all kinds of con- connections and and actual money and <laughs> all that stuff and and creating what I would later what Seth Godin would start calling the tribe effect and it really works and it always works because that's human nature that's tens of thousands of years old it's not an internet marketing tactic so when you can understand people like I know you do uh, well enough to know that the strings that you want to pull, if you want somebody's attention, you want them to understand the gravity of what it is you're doing, and you want them to buy into it, you don't appeal to them through a NLP trick or something that you do in a funnel or something you, you do. That stuff comes and goes. People learn about it, then they feel like they've been tricked. But you do appeal to them on basic human nature type stuff that is, is in our DNA. It's ingrained in the fabric of who we are. And people love tribes. So I totally get what you're saying because they, I mean, that stuff works. It, it always will. It will never not. Yes. I. Um, I the, the end of the story that I was telling you is not really part of that story, but it's a way for you to understand where I am now. So for two years um, I, I did not have my, my group, my physical group, where we met, you know, at a local restaurant every single Thursday at 7.30 a.m. <laughs> um, but one of the leaders, wow. the, one, the, the leader who took over my group, um, he also left the group. And so we didn't, neither one of us had any net, uh, you know, networking events we were going to for about two years because of, because of other things that we were doing. And we got together one day and we both said, you know, we really miss that. You know, we do everything online. Why don't we... Why don't we think about building something again, but not just a regular networking uh, group. Let's do something that's very focused on what we're doing now. So we decided to build the Future Media Association. And we chose a local restaurant. We had it at lunch, and we would train people and have experts on from all over the world media. So anything that had to do with words, Video, audio, and mm-hmm. people. I mean, pretty soon we learned that the restaurant was the best for training, so we actually got a training room, and that's where we are now. We're building our tribe around what we're actually doing now, not just doing business, but focus in on media, which is what I love. Mm-hmm. And. And it's growing again. We're we're growing our our tribe again, uh, and a lot of the same people are coming back. But a lot of them don't have any clue what what it is that we're doing, and so they're you know, not coming back. But that's okay. We're really focused now on something very specific, and I and it's going to be a smaller group, but that's okay. We're really focused on helping each other with you know quality videos and podcasts and and designing our own graphics and all that good stuff that comes from the idea that we can do now. Isn't that cool? Nice. Yeah. It's awesome. 
And I mean, it was so it wasn't a one-shot wonder. You didn't just build one community, and it was really amazing and awesome. It was a one-time deal. It could never happen again. You're doing it again. We're doing it again. And I bet you could do it six more times if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I bet you I could. <laughs> yeah, I love it so much. Yeah, the lone the lone wolf syndrome. Uh, just oh, yeah. it's just very difficult. That's the, that's the only thing that is difficult on the internet is if you get into that mindset of yeah, I don't need other people. I don't need. I'll just buy advertising and I'll do this. And it's not like people aren't out there doing that successfully. It's, it's, it. There are. It just takes a very certain kind of person that is uncommon to everyone else. I mean, it's like a one in a hundred, one in two hundred people I've found that can really pull that lone wolf thing off. The rest of us need some kind of community. We need something. A lot of people who came to internet stuff and doing their own business come from jobs that while they didn't want to be in those jobs anymore, there weren't not everything was miserable to them and one of those things was camaraderie and going out for uh dinner with people after work or you know, being social and stuff. And when they get into this situation that a lot of them have a really hard time going, wait a minute, I'm all alone all the time and I don't have you know, and like you said with family, family are the worst people to talk about business and and um, oh, yeah. especially Internet-based businesses and everything. So you can't just go upstairs from your downstairs office and have a great rousing conversation about the traffic you got today from Facebook. So you, no. so a lot of people, you know, I'm a little bit in the middle. I didn't have it that hard, but I've watched some people come and really have to deal with that. And the first place I try to usher them in is to some kind of a community. Here, here, here. Here are people just like you. You need to be here. We're, we talk every day. We'll understand what you're talking about. We'll support you. Don't worry. I'm sure you've run into a lot of people like that, too, that kind of needed rescuing. Yes, and one of the things that we we realized right away is there are people all over the world that need this future media association. So we did take it online. We now have a membership site where they can come in and watch our trainings right from the comfort of their own home and... We also have this really cool thing every Tuesday night where they can come in and talk about what we did that day. So we ha it's called Late Night Media Q&A. So people can ask questions about media. We can talk about what we did in the class that day and that type of thing. And we can see each other. So we use this really cool new technology called Zoom. Have you heard of it? Yes, we have a bachelor's student who's really into that. Oh, I love it. You can have 25 people in the room uh, with the uh, $10 a month. It's 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 like a, a webinar, only it's better, if you ask me. It's much, much better. It's better than Skype. It's better than go to webinar. I love it. I can share my screen. Uh, we can all talk. I can kick people out if they're misbehaving. <laughs> you know, 8 o'clock at night, it's, it's from 8 to 9 central time, so people are having their cocktails or whatever. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, yes. You have a bouncer? I I am the bouncer, yes. <laughs> no, I've never I've never had to take anybody out. But what I'm trying to get at here is you can build a community online and offline and bring them together. And yeah. it it serves people to be in a community. Like you said, you cannot do this alone. Right. I don't know anybody that can, to be honest with you. Have you ever known you ever known somebody that can do everything by themselves? Well, no. I mean, it's just 
it's not just miserable after a while. It's not successful. You need other people to help you grow. I, I always laugh when I hear somebody get on uh, social media and say, you know, how proud they are of everything that they've done, and they really harp on the idea that they just did it all themselves. And I'm like, you oh, are yeah. full of it. Because there's nobody who ever does anything. Everybody leverages, whether you know it or not, is immaterial. It doesn't mean that you didn't do it. You, Everybody relies on other people and other infrastructure. You know, like uh, you rely on other people when you have to host your website. If those people on the other end of that hosting drop the ball, you're out of business. If you can't call them and say, my site's down and get it right back up, you're out of business. Those are people, those are, reliable, those are reliances. <laughs> you, you rely on everybody. And then you have joint venture partners. You'd be crazy not to you know, look into affiliate marketing and joint venture stuff and get people to mail for you and everything when that's yeah. available, right? So you yeah. rely on those people, and a lot of people do that. So I, I always think it's kind of funny when people say that stuff because it's not true. It's never true. You, you are, nobody's Amen. in a vacuum. I agree. Yay. So Ta-da, we agree. Out there, if anybody's listening out there, when, one of the things that you're hearing is that we cannot do this alone. Try to find partners. Try to find mentors. Try to find a mastermind. Try to find a group that you fit into. And if you can't find one, build it yourself. Yeah. And that's easy, too. I mean, all the tools, just like with, you know, the microphone and Twitter, there's also community tools, like you mentioned, uh, Zoom. And, and, I mean, just... Um, it's easy. Everything is painfully easy. What is confusing, I still think what confuses people the most is they hear things like what we're talking about, how easy things are, how easy things are, and it confuses the heck out of them, again, because they don't know where they want to go. And it, I mean, if we're just sitting here ah. talking about tech and details and all that stuff, somebody who doesn't yet know where they want to go or what they want to do next, they've done something and they're kind of at a plateau or they're at a turning point, and they're not sure where to go next, the easiest thing to do, I think, is to get on a, a JB Zoo promotion or something and download a new tool, a new piece of software. It's like this is going to make everything easier without even thinking for a minute how illogical it is. What easier? What's it going to make easier? Because you don't even know what you're going to use this thing for, right? And then we start getting into the consumer mindset. We just buy our way out of our problems, or we think that we do, because we're buying these little $27 tools that are going to make whatever I decide to do help me generate leads better, which I think is its not funny, like ha-ha funny, but it is odd that people would put the cart before the horse like that. Oh, because they, didn't, they don't understand. They jumped in before they really understand, maybe, you know? There's no real, like, they don't teach us stuff in school, you know. <laughs> and it's something right. like you to help, uh, help them guide them through that. Yeah, you know? that's the whole point. They don't teach this stuff in school. But there's really good schools out there now. I mean, just free schools on YouTube and, um, you know, all of us, we produce really great free content that you don't have to have to buy anything from any of us to prosper by following us and whenever we come up with a good idea we share it you've got it now and you can take it and run with it so the only reason that people would buy anything is that they want more it's like well i mean we can't do this all the time here's a great little thing but we have to go back and serve our our customers now a little bit but here's something we were talking about while we were talking to our customers our clients uh in a in a in a group and you guys might find this neat and then you know there's so much of that out there but then you don't want to get too tied up in the whole everything is free and all the information is out there. Technically, that is true. But trying to round it all up 
and put it into some kind of order that makes sense to you and doing all the things in the right way, well, that's when an advisor really comes in handy because they know the order in which things should be done, right? You know how to tell people how to build a site, how to you know, launch, how to organize that launch so that they're not overwhelmed. They pick traffic sources that they can run now, and as they grow, you know, on and on and on and on. You know how to do that. If somebody has just plunked themselves down in the middle of a bunch of tools and details and tidbits of wisdom, there was no order to it, no uh, experience to put it all together like a jigsaw puzzle, then that's where we find a lot of people on the Internet today. They might be even calling themselves entrepreneurs and I have a business, I'm a business owner, but we find people on the web quite often in that amount of disarray. <laughs> and it's like, wow, okay, well, we can help you, but slow down. <laughs> stop buying stuff, first of all. That's what we tell everybody. Stop buying stuff for a minute. Stop, and let's just talk. Let's figure out what you want to do, where you want to go, and we'll see what this stuff means that you've got on your hard drive and maybe you know anything else that you might need to actually hit this goal. Thank you. Fine, that's right. <laughs> Slow down. I like that. I, you know, it, some people have the buying disease, right? They just keep buying and yeah. they don't ever use what they bought. And it's like, oh, that's, that's a shame. Uh, but, you know, I think we're all guilty of it. And <clears throat> just take it, take it, you know, take it from us. We've bought enough of it now. <laughs> just stop. Take a breath. Yeah. Get a mentor. Figure out where you're going. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, so, it's let's, so let's change fun. tracks a little bit and go to go okay. to traffic for a minute. Let's talk about yeah, sure. what is your favorite thing right now? What's what what makes you get out of bed and go, I can't wait to see the results of blank that you worked on last night. Maybe it's social media or content marketing of some sort. What's what's that look like in your world now? Well, Twitter is fascinating to me. Twitter is so fascinating. I see my analytics, and I can't believe how much traffic is coming from Twitter. However, the conversions are not there. So I'm, I'm still trying to figure out exactly how to take that traffic that I'm getting from Twitter and get them to respond, get them to do something other than re, other than maybe sharing or 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 you know, connecting with me asking somehow Which, I, i'm just i I'm fascinated with twitter yeah it's it's kind of wild that we I wrote power linking in two thousand two, and the subtitle was how to uh, power linking your way to a million hits and that was all just about volume. And it was all just assumed that we were going after targeted traffic, but we didn't even use the phrase targeted traffic that much. It was just, and we didn't even use the word traffic. We used hits, and which is a misnomer back in the day because I was hedging my bets. I was like, well, if they can't get a million visitors, I, I can get them a million hits because hits are different than visitors, right? Every time a picture loads, whatever, back in the day, all of those things were counted as hits in the old stats trackers, and they don't even track that junk anymore, really. Um, and that's all we were concerned with. And now you just described a process that's completely on the other end of that scale, which is where I think things are going now, which is going out and getting people very specifically, very selective. It's like 
the difference between clear-cutting a forest and selective logging, where they go in and, and do a healthy job of taking out certain very perfectly primed trees and leaving the rest of the forest there to grow. And I, and I think we're doing much more selective targeting now, just like you said. I, we have so many guests that have come on in the last several months that have said basically the same kind of thing with their lead generation. It's really interesting to watch it pan out like that. It's obviously working for you, right? Oh, well, the traffic is fine. It's just, yeah, what's, you know, what's really working is when they actually spend money, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm working on that. I'm working on how to, you know, how to convert that a little more. Um, I, for a long time, ignored Twitter. Remember I told you early on that I'm a people collector? Mm-hmm. Well, I've been collecting people on LinkedIn and Twitter for years. <laughs> but I never knew what to do with them until, you know, until I started focusing on you know, how people were actually making money. And I remember one of, one of the Internet marketing uh, uh, social media gurus that, that told me one day, she goes, Marion, you know who, who really is making money right now? And I said, no, who? She said, the people that are picking up the phone. And I thought, oh, okay, so you can, do, you can get a lot of traffic on Twitter, but if you don't pick up the phone and talk to them, nothing's really happening. I get it. <laughs> So, yeah, it's um, almost uh, like we we put a big line between the internet online and offline. Like when you married the the group that you have to uh, include online and offline, you made that distinction. And I think someday that we're no go, we're no longer going to make that distinction. I think one day it's all going to be the same. But when we came online, we're like, well, I can only do stuff online, so I'll reach out to Twitter people, and I'll forget about the phone or some other thing because it because you get into an internet mindset versus an offline mindset but it's so intertwined now everything is so that smartphone that everybody's got in their pocket or on their desk right now connects you to both worlds and then it makes no real distinction between the two worlds there's nothing that your phone says hey you're getting a call from offline or hey you're getting a call from online you're just getting a call you know and i think we'll stop to making those distinctions it's wearing out a lot. I think the kids now, they don't make the distinction much at all. Because now they've got little apps that you can look at your phone, point it down Main Street, and you can see little icons above the storefronts. And the icons are their Facebook pages. So on your phone, you can look down Main Street and see a whole different thing where the online and offline has completely been turned into one thing. And so if you want to, you go by a, a sushi restaurant and you want to get on their Facebook page, it's right there figuratively, virtually, above the sign on their, on their store. And that's the kind of stuff that people are getting introduced to now from birth. And it's, I think the distinction will go away. And, and that was very sage advice, picking up the phone, you know. Because, that, you know, everybody, if you get totally online and you're competing with somebody, then you're both competing completely online to get to people. That means that there's the same email address for the prospect that you're trying to get, just got your message and their message, and the same Skype and the same Facebook, and it's not just ever you and me trying to get to somebody. If it's a popular market, it's hundreds of people that are trying to get the attention of that one prospect, all with the same medium, because everybody in that situation is thinking, I am an online marketer, and I can only do things online. And I can't possibly go figure out how to call this person or have them call me because that takes it offline and 
somebody made up a rule somewhere way back in the beginning of the internet that that you're not allowed to do that because we all kind of think that way sometimes. I I always have to jar myself out of thinking like that, and I think everybody does, yeah. you know. And then you start thinking, wow, I've got a lot more options for generating actual leads that are buyers than I thought I did, than I was allowing myself to think about before. That's right. Good grief. You know, it's just there's just so many opportunities now. But that you cannot yeah. forget that you you can, you know, have both. You can have an online um media mecca, you know, freaking big ass thing that's bringing in lots of money, but you've got to you don't 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 forget about us people that are really here that will talk to you on the phone. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. it's so crucial, and uh, and the phones are really making that possible. Because before you had to be carrying your laptop around, and before that you didn't have really good laptops. You just had a desktop, so we could only communicate with each other, you know. And the kids right now are going, "Why the heck are you even talking about this? It's so ancient." But but that's where a lot of this uh -oh. stuff came from. There are threads that go all the way back to that, in how people are developing startups today, how people are developing their products and services. You know, and you might not think that you're susceptible to that. You might think you're completely ultra modern and you're completely online, offline, it doesn't matter. But I bet you, just for the rest of the week, if you pay attention, you'll find yourself thinking either as an offline or an online or too much. If you if you really are being honest with yourself. Everybody does. And I think it's what we're trying to wean all of ourselves off of thinking about that. Because now the web travels everywhere we go. It goes everywhere in our pocket. It's just always there. So when I email somebody, somebody in the real world's phone buzzes in their pocket. We, people don't think about that very much, do they? I mean, it's like I'm emailing them, and it's going to their email, and you think that's it. And I hope they go check their email. They're not going to go check their email. Their phone just buzzed in their pocket that there's an alert from, or, or an email or Facebook or an update from G+, or something like that. An alert just went straight to their body, which exists in the real world. So there is no online offline, right? That's right. Yeah. It's just taking time for us to figure all that out. That's right. I know. Oh, when when will we ever get this figured out? <laughs> well, that's the fun part, figuring it out with our friends, having a good time. Oh, I one last thing before I know we're getting ready to, to head off to Never Neverland here, but one last thing I want to um really share is that we have a pretty big, uh, I'm not going to say her name, but there's a pretty big marketer that comes to Houston twice a year. And everybody thinks that magically people fill up this big uh, event here in Houston, right? But you uh, know what I noticed? She, is, she hires people to call you, and she calls you and calls you and calls you. Don't forget, we're going to be there next week. Have you gotten your ticket yet? You know, we've got an extra yeah. special person coming in. They don't rely on internet marketing to get people in that in those seats. They have to pick yeah. up the phone. So think about it. Even if you can't do it, you can hire people that can. Right. Right, and think of, in terms of SMS. Text messaging has gotten extraordinarily cost effective now. I mean, if you haven't looked in a while, look again. And services I, I, out there are. I mean, <laughs> you can get like down to a quarter of a cent per person, and that's an unusual way. While everybody else who has an event in Houston that weekend is emailing, 
They're all hitting with it. You know, what are you going to do this week? And it's not just people in your direct comp- competition. You have to understand in offline and online, people are getting notifications on what to do that weekend. There could be a concert that weekend. There could be something else. I mean, they're subscribed to all kinds of things, all vying for their attention in the same space. And then, you know, most of that's done in a certain way, email or something like that. And then the smart people are text messaging or just flat out calling them like you just talked about. And it, it yep. makes all the difference in the world. If you really want butts and seats, you have to be willing to do whatever it takes to actually make that happen and not go, oh, our marketing didn't work. So what? I mean, you can't do that when you've got a real physical location. You've got a deposit, and you've got to have people in the seats that you're going to be out a lot of money. So when it's a do-or-die situation like that, people automatically start thinking about things they've never done before or they wouldn't have in any other situation because you have to. It just has to be done. That's right. Uh, I thought that it was fascinating because I, for one, just thought that she was so big that, you know, all she had to do was put it on the Internet and everybody would talk to her events. No. No. Uh-uh. It's not that easy. Everybody's working hard. Really. Everybody's hustling. Everybody's, yeah, Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk right. would tell everybody that that's what everybody does. You hustle. You go. You get it. You do it. You get it done. And he, And that's a great example that you thought she – could just you know when we sometimes let ourselves be a little bit uh, not lazy but we excuse our own perception of our failure by saying well they're special they're bigger they've got something going they only have to put it up on the web and, and one time and everybody will go that let me tell you never happens that's never ever true Tony Robbins has to hustle to get his events full he might not have to do it as hard as we would now because he's got such a big infrastructure and everything, but he still has to hustle or he has people who hustle for him and he just shows up in a limo is actually more how it happens nowadays. But everybody has to. And that's a really good point. You're you're in good company. We all got to do work. We all got to do stuff. But being smarter about it makes it a lot more fun. <laughs> so you have, a, you have a group and I want to, well, you might want to promote the group. You said that you've opened it up to online. Is there a URL that people can come and check out and find out more? Oh, God, did I lose her? Marion? Did I lose me? Gina? I'm here. I'm here. (laughs) Why did everybody leave me? I don't know. You were really entertaining. Fritz got locked in my room. Fritz got locked yeah. in a closet, oh, <laughs> and I went to go yeah. get him and didn't have my phone with me to unmute. Uh, I I'm think we lost Marion. It's Future Media ah. Associ- Future Media Association, I believe, is the group. Okay. And uh, online, and you can find it on Facebook. Uh, and Marion is all over. She also has a podcast called Tips tools and technology, which is really fun. So if you want to find out, you know, what's going on, that's a great podcast because she's always sharing exactly that, tips, tools, and technology. Awesome. Well, well thanks, everybody. Like great to... show today. Yeah. Thanks, Mary. It was great talking to you wherever you are right now. And, Gina, take it away. I bet we have an announcement or two. Well, remember to join us tonight for Successfully Growing Your Business Using PayPal, a first-ever-of-its-kind webinar at joindu.com 
forward slash PayPal webinar. Hope you can be there. Bye, everybody. We'll see you back here, same time, same place, next week. Join us Tuesday at noon Eastern for the next episode of Traffic Masters. From traffic to conversion to business success.